0: we are with another episode of Stories of the Century. We, as you know, are an improv troupe, so everything we do is off the cuff. And we have a bag full of words that we have gotten from various audience members and friends of a troupe. And we're going to pull out one of these words. Andy pulled it. out a word. And the word is...
1: Snot.
0: And who gave us this word?
1: John Grossman.
0: John Grossman gave us Thank you, words. John. Snot all And now would you like to choose a word from the
1: bag. And the word is... Guest by Kate Kaufman. Thank you, Kate. Thank you,
0: Kate. Excellent. And now finally, we'll have Eric pull out of the bag the phrase we will (laughs) use. Without looking at the phrase, Eric, would you pull out one of the sheets?
1: This slip of paper right here has the very first line of our story today.
0: So, here we go. With a story of the century.
1: The glamorous and high-rise Century Building has many stories, and this is one of them. These are Stories of the Century. Dramatized for your listening pleasure by The Spontaniacs. The Spontaniacs, America's finest improv troupe, makes you laugh up to 20% more than the leading improv brand. Here's Improv Brand A, surly, off-putting, constantly denying. Hey, Cheryl.
0: My name's not Cheryl!
1: Ow! Improv Brand A makes children cry. But here's the Spontaniacs. Hilarious, witty, classically trained. We're
0: funny. The Spontaniacs
1: fills children's hearts with joy. And don't worry, Mom and Dad, the Spontaniacs are educational too.
0: Daddy, what's a Brazilian strip? <laughs> the
1: Spontaniacs, funnier than you'll ever be. The Spontaniacs are not licensed by any political, ethical, or moral group and have no gender or religious affiliation. Side effects may include gagging, hearing, sights such as nausea, and incontinence any or all of these side effects as a result of spontaneous encounters. See a position for more details. Remember the Russian cause at every spontaneous spontaneous in mirror may be closer to it. And now our next episode. A Rancorous Reveille.
0: I love this Polish sausage! Well, I hardly ever serve it anymore because after all, Polish sausage is very low class. But I do love it so. You know, Shirlene, I think that your Polish sausage is the best Do you think it was right of us to move to try and find ourselves a career in the movies, Dolores? Why, of course. No one ever said that I was not the most beautiful woman in all of the South. But this little tiny apartment we found is just so dank and dirty. And I've seen these nasty little creatures crawling around (gasps) on the floor. I'm just not sure I don't want to go home. Home. Home again. Well, Sherlene, I know that that is what you want, but we've made a commitment and we will be famous. I trust you. I trust you, Dolores, I do. After all, you are my older sister and you've never led me astray before. But after all, we don't have any way to do our hair. We don't have any proper nail care and our clothing. (gasps) Dolores, there's someone at the door. Well, hello.
1: Hi there. Dirk Preston here. I know this may sound rather unusual, but I was in the broom closet just down the hallway when I suddenly found myself coming out of a coma. And I'm lost and wondering if you could help me with a telephone. I need to call someone and let them know where I am. Can you tell me where I am?
0: Are you Dirk Preston, the co-producer of Briggs Bay of Feet? Well,
1: all my driver's license told me was that I was Dirk Preston, but... Yes, now that you say I am a co-producer.
0: Oh, Dolores, our date little apartment is right next to the hospital. Perhaps he's escaped somehow. Maybe he's crazy.
1: (gasps) You know I can hear you.
0: Oh, I'm so sorry, Mr. Preston. It's just that it seems so strange to me that you would be hiding in a broom closet. And the story of your coma... Well, after all, everyone who reads the papers knows about the coma You could be anyone.
1: All right, Ed. I haven't had any word from Dirk Preston for days, maybe longer. And I was wondering if you could step in for him, Ed. I know you're an agent, but I need somebody to help me with this new movie we're shooting. What do you say, Ed? What do you say? Well, Leonard, before I take any sort of job, there's certain things that I need to know, very important information, such as, how much does it pay? Well. I've had a little trouble with my money right now, and I'm going to have to tell you that we have to work with Cyril Sedgwick. <sighs> yes, that that's it. right. Cyril Sedwick. He's not an upstanding fellow, but he has John, all lot money. He has all the money? Are yeah. you saying that's the only way I can get paid on this job? Well, working with Cyril, yes. And the movie is Snot. Snot? Yes, it's a movie about a man who's having problems with his nose. What am I going to say? Someone sold me the movie, and now I'm stuck with it. No, Leonard, a movie called Snot. How do you think that's going to play in Peoria? Well, they have snot everywhere, Ed. We gotta work with this. Yeah, but they don't wanna see it on the big screen. It's a Southern movie. We need a couple of women that are from the South. Do you know anyone from the South? Well, no. Uh, I've lived all my life here in the Century Building. Hmm. Maybe I can put out a search party. Tell you what. Let's yes. call Sedgwick in and. Look, maybe. Maybe he's calling us. Oh. Right, I'll answer the phone. Hello. Hello. Leroy? Ah, oh, it's you, Sedgwick. Yeah. I've got some rather bad news. I hope you're sitting down for this. I was just in the middle of doing something not altogether upstanding when suddenly there was a flash bulletin on the radio. And? It seems Dirk Preston has come out of his coma. What? Yes. He just woke up in the broom closet where we'd stashed him wearing his hospital gown, and now he's at large. Oh, damn it. And now that Dirk has come out of the closet, it won't take long for him to put two and two together and figure out what we... Mostly you did to him. now uh, came out of his coma. Well, I've already got his replacement here. Ed, Ed is his replacement. Say hello to Ed. Ed is Dirk's replacement? I thought I was Dirk's replacement. Well, uh, there's been some confusion about that, um, the... Now, listen, Leroy. What? You know as well as I do that when Dirk finds out he's been replaced, he'll hit the roof. He might even get angry. We've got to see to it that he never makes it back to Magnus Studios, ever. Ed, what do you think? How about you going over to this broom closet that Sedgwick's telling us about and finding this man and get this sorted out? What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? All no, right, let it all do it. But tell us all, I better get my money. Oh, don't worry, Ed. You'll get yours. All right, then I won't be back till I get dark. I'm calling you from some apartment. These two young ladies from the south are renting this apartment, and they've been kind enough to loan me this telephone so I can call you to say, come get me, Dennett, because I don't know where I am and I'm scared. So, Dirk, are you okay, my good friend? Well, I seem to be okay outside of missing some clothing and a bit of my memory, but to be honest with you, I think that I... Stop! Putting on that phone? You're coming with me! What? What? two beautiful southern ladies for a new movie you on. Oh, Dolores! I'm Ed, Agent 2 Reformed. What out of you have any sort of deformities?
0: Well, actually, you... I have six fingers. Perfect! How, How about you? Well, I do have this problem with one kneecap pointing in toward my other leg.
1: We'll work on that one. Come on, ladies, we're all going to see Larry Leroy. Oh,
0: yeah!
1: All right, Sedgwick. I've heard from Ed, and he's got Dirk wrapped up and bundled in the trunk of his car right now. But he's also found two women that might star in the movie Snot that we're about to make. What do you think? Of course, we can only use one of these actresses, Leroy. So the other will have to simply be a guest. All right. I'll tell you what. I'll take one of them to move into my house as a guest, and she can stay with me. And then we'll send the other one to the studio and she can begin shooting any day now. What do you think? think? Well, you've got to be a man of decision here, Leroy. Do you prefer a woman with an inverted kneecap? Or do you prefer a woman who has six fingers, I hear? And smells of Polish sausage? Ed, is that you? Yes, yes, Leroy! Have you got Dirk? Yes, I do. I've I got him in my car. I, I had to pull over to find a pay for him to make this call. It, 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 it was a bit of a struggle, but I think I found at least one of your leading ladies. Excellent. I want you to take the good-looking one to my place. Bring the other one over to the studio and we'll take a look at him. What do you think? Well, Leonard, in the past you've had some pretty strange ideas about what exactly is an attractive woman. Can you give me a little help here? You know, the one with the six fingers intrigues me. Why don't you take her over to my house and we'll deal with the kneecap lady up there at the studio. No. She doesn't need six fingers on one hand. She needs six total fingers. Oh. Yeah, three on each hand. It's kind of what Well, maybe I'm going to have to change my mind. Bring them both up. Let me look at them both. You never know. All right, let him roll on our way. And don't let Dirk out of the trunk of your car. But Dirk, ah, hell, he's just a snake. Ah, damn it, man, can I trust you with anything? Apparently not. But I'll bring the girls, I promise. All right, Preston. What is it you want? I'm giving you 20 minutes of my time here in my opulent office on the 21st floor of the century building. If you're here to talk me out of being co-producer of snot, you're wasting your time. I've invested hundreds and I'm not about to pull up now. God damn it, Sal! Do you always vomit all at the mouth like that? Can't you ever stop and let one person get an edge word sideways? You yeah. know... What I like about you, Dirk, is you're so much more articulate since your accident in the elevator. Well, that's because I had an accident in the elevator, dammit! Now, right, what do you want? Dirk? I'm angry. I'm so mad I could just spit, I think. Well, spit in that direction if you do. Ed put me in the trunk of a car and had me there. I think he intended to do some bad things with me. Some people have all the luck. So what's the problem? I want him out of here, and I need you to team up with me to help rid us of Ed. You mean conspire against Ed? I think that's what we're doing now, conspiring, yes. Good yeah. Lord, you're right, Duck. My word, I don't even know what I'm doing. Right, so, conspiring onward, let's get rid of Ed. How can we do that, Sarah? Well, as we know, Ed has one weakness. Damn it. Well, one's enough. <laughs> just I just <laughs> realized this has got me speaking in a British accent. You've taken on new dimensions since you came out of this coma, duck, But we'll talk about that next time. But now, how shall we conspire against Ed? Well, I think that by golly, we should kill him. Well, I suppose we could do that. You can take a gun. Like the one you're pointing at me right now? And shoot him in the head. Well, let's go.
0: ladies, come on in here, Dolores,
1: Charlene, <laughs> this
0: is the apartment
1: of Mr. Leonard Leroy. Oh, oh That is so amazing! That is beautiful, it is amazing. Uh, Leonard should be here just any minute. He said he was dying to meet you both. Leonard! Yes, yes. Leonard, <laughs> right, I'd like to introduce you to Dolores. And, of course, Charlene. Oh, oh my I can goodness. These are beautiful young women. Beautiful, beautiful. I hardly know which one. I, uh, never mind about that. So, do you want to be in my movie? Of is
0: that course. Right? That's, oh, that's right. I want.
1: Well, all right, Ed. All we need is to have one of them step into my back room where the couch is. What do you think? All right, ladies. Which one of you wants to be first? Hold it right there, Ed. Up against the wall. What the hell is this? Sedgwick did you find me! I'll have it I find you I follow this snot trail! Ah, yes, you moron! You won't think I'm bright enough to do some simple tasks. like follow you up against the wall! You'll never get away with this! Wait! Dirk, don't shoot! So sharp! But get- you're pointing the gun the wrong way! Ah! Good lord! Dirk Preston has shot himself back into a coma! Who's up for lunch? I'm famished. That's a great idea. Tell you what, Leroy. I'll treat. Perfect. Why not? <laughs> I have all your money.
0: <laughs> you people
1: are totally out of line. Join us again next time for another opulent episode of. Stories of the Century. The preceding is a production of the Spontaniacs. All rights reserved to duplication in part or in whole without express permission from the spontaneax is a violation of applicable laws and subject to punishment as prescribed by statute up to and including fine and or imprisonment without regard to race, color, creed, or gender as relinquished in a fully developed treatise on the cacophony of post-nouveau renaissance transdermal liquidity as pertains to the hypotenuse of a right isosceles, triangulated metamorphosis, trajectory, and its adjutant sequiturs. My gosh, I said all that without taking a breath. <sighs>